everyone. This is Litsy and Angie of Collective Shades, and you're listening to the Girls We Know podcast on Family FM Radio inside the Canal Street Market. Welcome, welcome to another episode, episode seven, featuring Kaylee. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> Thank you for being here. My first podcast. Yay. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so Kaylee's going to just tell us a little bit about herself, um, but I know Kaylee from working with her through my job now. She's um, she's a model, but she's I'm going to let her do her thing. So go ahead, Kaylee. <laughs> tell the people who you are. Hi, everybody. My name is Kaylee Taylor. I'm from the Bahamas. And um, yeah, I'm here modeling. And uh, Litzy and I, like she said, we met at a job and I was their model, still am. And um, yeah, it's been an amazing ride. And um, <laughs> no worries, no pressure, no pressure. Um, Kaylee's first, Kaylee's first interview. My first interview, guys. So don't judge me. Never. Um, yeah. Okay, so Kaylee, um, you've been modeling for um, how like how long have you been modeling? Because I know oh you gosh. only for maybe like about a few months now. Yeah, maybe I want to say like six yeah. six months yeah um working at um my job now um mm -hmm. i work at a multi-line showroom with a few designers um and kaylee comes in she does her thing <laughs> she she is the she is kind of like the fit model almost yeah and you know for the product that we have for the designers that we have we have appointments and um you know she she sells the clothing pretty on her much. on her beautiful on her beautiful <laughs> self <laughs> pretty much i try on I, I, I lost count on how many pieces of clothing I try on in a day, in an hour. Yeah. Honestly, in a minute. <laughs> but I love it because I get to learn about the garments. I get to learn about the designers, the inspiration behind it. And you really get to bring that art, fashion, and I don't know, that love, too, right, for right. it together. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I've been modeling honestly well i'm from the bahamas so i've been modeling since i was in high school since i was 16 wow. my first job was project runway latin america wait project runway latin, latin america? america yeah i didn't even know there was a job. project runway latin america oh there is i gotta look that up there how is. how do i not know that that's crazy <laughs> Um, it was an experience. It was really, really cool. It was, like I said, my first job. And um, I actually booked that job through this, like, after-school program I went to called Yodafi. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, a dance and modeling academy. It went with the school year. So it was just, like, an after-school activity to help me with modeling and etiquette classes and stuff like that. And they, whenever, I guess, clients came to the Bahamas and yeah. needed models, they hit up that agency, like, okay. well, that academy. Yeah. Like, hey, we need a model for this. And Project Runway came. And That's crazy. Were you, so you were on TV. I was on TV. <laughs> I have to dig really deep to I'm find those yeah. photos. <laughs> yeah, I need to see this. <laughs> but they are interesting. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I did that. And then from there, I just kept modeling. I modeled for a tea party or like a show when they had Miss Universe in the Bahamas. Oh, wow. Okay. They had this show at this fashion show at Government House where they showcased all Bahamian designers. Mm -hmm. And um, we had to model for all the girls. And whenever they had like special events for the government and needed entertainment for audience, mm -hmm. they would be like, hey, let's have a fashion show. Yeah. And then started modeling for like Independence Day wearing a 
a lot of tropical, Bahamian, islandy, like traditional, <laughs> like traditional designs. Wow. Um, yeah, I wore the Bahamian flag before, <laughs> <laughs> which was cute. It yeah, was I'm sure. Well, I'm sure you made it look cute. Anything, <laughs> right. yeah, anything you put on looks cute. Thank you. Um, so you did you always know like you wanted to model like when you were little like that's something that you mm. just knew you wanted to do. Actually, no, I. I was a, I am a bit of a nerd. So um, my grandmother worked in a hospital and um, she was an accident emergency nurse. So I would always like go after school and um, like sit by her job and stuff like that until my mom got off. So mm -hmm. I really was immersed into that healthcare world. Okay. And everybody in the hospital would be like, oh, that's, that's all a grand. Yeah. <laughs> And I would be there, like, helping them make trays for, like, surgery and stuff. Like, like not okay. make trays for surgery, sorry. But, like, wrapping, cotton, okay. stuff like that. Yeah. So I fell in love with the health, like, just... The health industry. Yeah, the health industry. And I decided I wanted to be a pediatrician. Oh, wow. And then I went through high school, and I was like, no, I want to be a cardiologist. Oh. <laughs> and then graduated high school and came here. And went to school for, like, my major was liberal arts and sciences, minor in biology. Okay. And really was pursuing that um, that degree. And then um, hella expensive. Yeah. So I was modeling and going to school and working a part-time job at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know what? I need to just go full force into modeling. Mm -hmm. And of course, like I will go back and get my degree when the money comes in and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I was, I'm, I, I dibble and dabble in so many things, yeah, especially yeah. being here and being in fashion, it opens up so many different avenues right. for you to like, just explore. Mm -hmm. I started making jewelry at some point. Oh, wow. Um, still want to do that. Started like, dabbling into laundry lines like thinking about making my own laundry brand okay and um that's on hold for a while until i learn um some sewing skills yeah <laughs> yeah that'll be dope though i can that definitely see awesome. you with like a little lingerie line you know, by kaylee little, taylor little lace, little something, something, little for the ladies <laughs> that'll be cute yeah that'd be awesome yeah but my love for modeling came um when I first, it was a church fashion show. Oh, wow. Here and in New York? No, it was in the Bahamas, actually. Okay. And I was too young to walk in a church fashion show. And I would be like, Mommy, I want to walk in it so bad. <laughs> and my cousin would walk in it. And my mom would walk in it. And I just, it was so empowering to me just to yeah. see my family members, to see women in my family just, like, showcase their beauty. And the crowd was just like, ooh, I like that. And it just made them feel good about themselves. So mm -hmm. I was like... I definitely want to go into a profession that makes people feel good about themselves and make me feel good about myself, too. Mm -hmm. So that's where it all started. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so here in New York, you've been modeling most almost your whole like yeah, since you've been here much my whole life. Yeah, yeah since, since been you've been in, in New York. Mm -hmm. So what were some of like um, how like how did you get into it? Like, how did you what was your first foot in the door in modeling here in New York? Because it's a competitive industry. Yeah. And there's so many models and, um, you know, it, we there's can talk about it later, models. but it, yeah, there, we can talk about it later, but you know, not obviously the industry is a tough, mm -hmm. tough, tough industry. It's not just looking good. And, you know, people may think 
you know, oh, models, they have such an easy life, you know, they're just beautiful and get all we these. do not. We right. sit in a closet. It's <laughs> Yes, literally. You do sit in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, for real, we sit in a closet. But my first foot in the door, um, a family friend, um, he was a photographer, and he traveled back and forth to the Bahamas a lot. And um, we had this thing called um, this fashion show for Caribbean designers. They came to the Bahamas. And um, he saw me there. And then we found out, like, our families know each other. And mm -hmm. we were, like, deeply connected. And he was like, why don't you come to New York? Like, think about it. Come to school to New York. And you can model at the same time. Because I had plans on going to, literally, Bethune-Cookman University. Oh, okay. And um, in Florida... And, um, yeah, I came to New York. Well, I visit New York first, came to New York, and just started shooting with him. He knew a lot of designers, mm -hmm. Caribbean designers. Okay. And um, I did, I started, honestly, you start at what you have access to. Mm -hmm. And the access right then and there was, like, Brooklyn Fashion Week. And okay. Afri um, Africa Fashion Week. And um, just really started from there, just networking and building clientels and mm -hmm. getting to know other people within the industry started working with different makeup artists and styluses yeah. and then from there I got an agency that was a bad experience and then I was like hey I think I need to learn about the business of fashion before yeah. I really put myself like buying myself in another three-year contract with an right. agency yeah so since then i've been honestly repping myself wow yeah good for you <laughs> it's hard it's hard it's hard i'm sure it is because it's like you gotta you gotta find do the bookings yourself you gotta find the jobs yourself yeah. it's not like you know you have an agent you know doing all the work for you yeah. but um yeah, why don't you tell us a little bit more about, like, in, you know, the agencies, because we do have a lot of models that come into the showroom, and they have agents, um, but, you know, from me, from the other side, I don't really know, and, I don't, you know, maybe some of our listeners also don't really right. know, um, but how does, like, the agency work? Like, why did you decide to leave the agency? So I decided to leave the agency because it was a big red flag when I couldn't reach my agent. Like, I never received cum cards, never, like, never went out on a test shoot. However, she would always, like, put me out there to, like, go to castings, and I would be there literally with a business card. Mm -hmm. And casting directors are like, um, okay, uh, how are we going to remember you? This is your agent's business card. Yeah. And every time I requested what was needed, like, the, the ones and twos of a model that you need to go to a casting, she would just, you know, try to... I don't know. It was weird. Because mm -hmm. um, you need usually like a card, right? right. With like your headshots or right. something for them to remember right. you. Right. Like, um, I know it's so funny because I, um, in this job that I have now, um, I did a casting, yeah. you know, for the first time, which was about almost about a year ago. How was that? I felt terrible. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it was the first time I've ever done a casting, you know, I scheduled go-sees mm -hmm. and a few models walked in and they came with, with their card and their, and their portfolio yeah. and their iPad and you just go through their photos. And I know it's part of the job, you know, mm -hmm. you're supposed to find someone that fits the aesthetic and the look that you're going for mm -hmm. in the designer. Mm -hmm. But I, I felt terrible. I didn't want to do it. Like at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm judging someone based off their looks. And Literally. I know that, and I know that's, the job and yeah. that's what you you go to you're coming into that mm -hmm. you know to be placed to book right 
but I was like, I can't do this. Yeah. Like, I, like you're all beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's crazy because, you know, you have casting directors that are amazing. That's mm -hmm. like, you know, you're not the look for us, but we would, you know, maybe we'll be interested in the future. Or they're just feeling like, you know, you're not the look that we're looking for right now. And then super pleasant. Yeah. If I'm the look, I'm the look. If I'm not, I'm not. You'll book me for when I am the look that you're looking for. However, you do have those casting directors and... I mean, for instance, I'll tell you about, like, my experience with um, open calls. Okay, yeah. Trying to find an agent. Mm -hmm. And um, I went to literally oh, almost... here's Angie. Okay, guys. <laughs> so, in case in case you were wondering where Big Ange was, <laughs> Angie, <laughs> she, she was stuck in traffic. There was... Um, the Chinese New Year Parade. Yeah, yeah there was a, there's a parade. There's a parade going on for... Um, she came in Chinese super fly. Year. Yeah, she's fly. Fashion <laughs> fashionably <laughs> late. Fashionably late. Seriously. Okay. I swear that's not why I'm late, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so everybody just welcome Angie. Hey, guys. I'm her. <laughs> she's her. And actually, this is the first time Angie and Kaylee are meeting, nice too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm like, I'm talking like we've known each other, <laughs> like, which is that's good. That's the vibe. That's, that's the vibe. That's how it is. It's a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Kaylee was just telling us about her first open call. Yeah. Ooh. So open calls are basically what agency ha agencies have um, for when you're looking for management. And they have it, but like it's literally for an hour. So, for instance, th an agent, a typical agency would have it from like 12 to 1 or yeah. 11 to 8. And you have to be there on time because they close it on time. And um, you're there lining up. You have to have your book. You fill out a form with all your information, your model stats. That's your um, height, weight, sometimes weight, but, you know, waist, bust, everything like that. Shoe size, eye color, hair color, all oh of wow. that. Yeah, it's, 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 <laughs> it's in intense. There. It's intense. And um, you literally sit there and you wait for an agent to be like, hey, okay. And um, you have literally less than two minutes or three minutes or four minutes like it's yeah. less than five minutes to be honest to show your personality show your book um tell them that hey i am worthy of this and it's a lot of pressure like you have to come in being super knowledgeable but not yeah. you know you have to come in being super happy but not you have to pretty much vibe off of their energy um but one of the wildest experiences i had was when I walk, I walked into, um, damn, I can't remember the name of the agency, but I walked into there and they were like, okay, you know, have a seat there. And I am a black model, everybody. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, you know, brown girls need love too. Black models matter. Diversity matter. I'm all about diversity. I'm all about inclusion. And especially in this very whitewashed fashion, in the fashion Absolutely. beauty industry, um, it's very hard for a black model to find management. Mm -hmm. So it would be literally like five Caucasian models and two black models and, um, you know, an Asian model or an, a Latina model. And um, they would take more time yeah. on the Caucasian models and just pretty much dismiss anybody of diversity. Mm -hmm. And one of the wildest experiences I had was when I was waiting f to be seen by an agent and mm -hmm. a Caucasian model was there and she, was, she had a callback. So she was like, oh, what are you waiting for? Is this your callback? And I was like, no, I'm actually here for the open call. And she was like, oh, good luck. So black guy came in who was the agent, came in. And he was like, yeah, can I see your book? 
And I was like, okay. Gave him my book, and he like flipped through it and was like, yeah, we don't need you. Oh. And I was like, okay. Just like that. Just oh like my that. God. I was crushed. That's nuts. I was crushed, okay? I was just like, oh my God, what? It makes you feel less than. Yeah. It's like, why didn't you give me a chance? Like, you didn't even, I, did, I barely said hi to you. You know, and you just came with this big energy. <laughs> yeah. And how? And I'm. I don't know. It was weird. But you have to. You have to literally, just keep it going. You have to like just dust it off your shoulders and keep it going. Especially as a black model, a lot of models really give up, and it's like I really fight for that representation because growing up, I didn't see anybody except for like, of course, Naomi Campbell yeah. and Iman and. Beverly Johnson and Beth Ann Hardison and you know you see all these other models and like June Smalls right now she's like huge and um, Chanel Iman, Tara Banks like they're great however you can count how yeah. many black models exactly. you know there are numerous of Caucasian models who's had a career who's gotten those opportunities who's gotten that chance so I'm really fighting for that representation, not just for me, but for my country as well. Like, I'm from the Bahamas. What Bahamian model do you know is out here right. opening doors for us? Mm -hmm. And two, like, there's literally the fashion industry in the Caribbean is zero. I mean, it's fashion, but... Yeah, they it's not the same. It's They don't know. Yeah. Like, coming here from another country, I had to relearn everything. I had to learn the American way. I had to learn not just the American way, but the New York way. I feel like New York is different from yeah. the entire... Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Entire, um, you know, Yeah, America. Especially, like, the modeling industry here in New York versus the modeling yeah. industry in L.A. Yeah. I agree. It's yeah. so different. And in Chicago as well. I recently went to Chicago and got some really great responses. But, oh, we already have a girl that looks like you. And Ooh. it's like, dude, you have six black girls on your board. And, yeah. like... 25 blondes yeah. yeah how does she look like me right <laughs> i mean yeah it's we also like okay so we all look alike yeah right. like, like that's how i take that we have the same <laughs> measurements because we have to be model size what do you yeah. mean if we have someone with your measurements already yeah so yeah it's it's tough man it's really tough especially being freelance i have to book my own jobs i have to find my own clients mm. i have to go out and network i'm constantly on instagram constantly like I don't know, asking people like, hey, do you know about this? Do you know about that? Like, you literally right. have to be a fly on a wall as a model yeah. to find out information. There's, like, no university. This is your university of life yeah. right here. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, trial and error. What yeah. are some, like, maybe, like, affirmations or things that you kind of, like, say to yourself going into these? You know what? <laughs> oh, Kaylee <laughs> is all about affirmations. <laughs> Because I'm like, that so has to be so tough to really, like, go into these, like, really preparing yourself right, right, for, like, the good or the bad. I literally say these affirmations. Um, I am a very spiritual person. I believe in God. And I feel like God gave me this talent to expand and to show people, like, you can do this and to, like, yeah, he's... He's the source. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I would not have this talent if it was not given to me by him. So I try to be like, God is the architect of my life. With his help, I build its foundation and I choose its contents. And I'm like, every day I tell myself I'm brimming with energy and overflowing with joy. And um, I say I'm a successful in-demand model. Yeah. And um, 
my my success is not defined by other people my happiness is defined by what makes me feel good and um you know you have to tell yourself i'm strong i'm healthy i am worth it that's yeah. that's the key one feeling like you're worth it because they can make you feel so unworthy yeah mm. absolutely just like at a photo shoot like right. my latest photo shoot i had i i wore my i I either wear my fro, or, you know, I put some bundles in. <laughs> you know, bundles all day. <laughs> I like to protect my crown because there are a lot of inexperienced hairstylists and makeup yeah. artists that really don't know how to take care of just don't know how to make black girls magical. Right. Yeah. And yeah. They like, don't have don't an experience dull with black my hair. black girl magic, please. Yeah. And I literally had five people on my fro. Five. And it's like, yeah. am I an experiment? Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Is and it because you think that they didn't know what they were doing? They didn't know what they were doing, one. Mm -hmm. They didn't take the time to learn what they were doing. Don't call your yourself a hairstylist. Right. Yeah. If you don't know how to do different ranges in beauty. Absolutely. Don't, like, if you can only do, like, Caucasian-style hair, call yourself, yeah. like, I don't know, just... You have to fi figure out a specification for that. I feel like that's yeah. what a lot of those hairstylists are, like, specifically taught in. Because I've, I've come across, I remember, I went to actually the dry bar, I think it's yeah. called. And he flat out told me, he's like, I don't have the brush for your hair. Word. I was like. At least he was honest, well, though. Yeah, it's but it's like. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, come on now. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's like. So can you imagine, can you like, learn? literally every <laughs> right. photo shoot going, like looking like a ghost or looking gray. Yeah. Like, I had to teach the makeup artist how to do my makeup. I'm like, hey, you have to take special care with, like, the products you use on a white girl, you can't use on a black girl. The mm -hmm. products you yeah. use on an Asian girl, you can't use on a black girl. You have to find our skin tone. You have to take special care. Like, we have dark spots. We have, you know, we right. have different yeah. things that you have to, like, take special care to. So I had to show her, like, you put concealer here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, you gotta you gotta brush those brows <laughs> and you gotta make sure they fleaky. Yeah. And um, yeah, the powder like if you're using translucent powder, oh, yeah. like come on, man, like I'm yeah. I'm not a yeah. ghost. <laughs> I'm not a ghost <laughs> looking out here like a ghost, <laughs> Casper. That flashback. <laughs> oh And then yeah. you go on stage and like you don't feel good. Like yeah. how is it that a a black model has to walk in with her hair products? Like they le they legit told me to bring my hair products to the shoot. And my That's makeup. crazy because it's like you think, you know, if, if you're going to be, you know, a hairstylist or makeup artist in the fashion industry, you don't know. I don't I mean, I'm not in that industry, so I don't know, you know, if they know the type of casting it's going to be yeah. or anything like that. But I would feel like people need to be prepared. Definitely. Yeah. You know, we have to be prepared. And it's crazy. Like we have to learn the Caucasian way and we have yeah. to. Yeah pretty much embrace embrace our black girl magic so it's like you can do that too we like we have we have to learn about your skin tone too we have to learn about your hair products too right like god damn i wear bundles where do you think it come from <laughs> <laughs> right so you know like yeah. and, and 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 i can straighten my hair too and it's straight but still that's different products like yeah. at the end of the day we it's it's we're all connected, man. So don't make me feel less than as if it, it's still, it's that underlying in tune where I'm more superior than you are. Mm -hmm. Like, don't make me feel inferior. Yeah. You know what I mean? And them not knowing, I, I hate when they say, oh, I just don't know because your ignorance is like, that's I hate even that excuse. worse. Mm -hmm. That's even like, it's 2019, dude. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, and I feel right now that 
black girls are such a trend right now. If you're not, if you don't have a fro and if you're not like dark, like black, you know what I mean? Like if yeah. you don't have that nice like brown, pur- that like purple blue skin, you're not going to make it. Brown models, like I've definitely had people tell me, oh, either you need to stay in the sun or stay out of the sun to be more light skin or what? be darker. For brown girls, it's like, uh, we don't know. That's crazy. For certain like brown crazy girls. the things that's, that they say. That's yeah. crazy. You know what? But it's funny because you, you like, kind of hit it. Like, you know, like, in the fashion industry right now, like, black girls are a trend. It is. Yeah. You know, it's like, why is that? You know, like, it's, it shouldn't be a trend. Yeah. It like, should just inclusive, be. Exactly. inclusivity should have always been around. Yeah. But now it's such a trend quote unquote trend right. it's like you know they look for a certain look of what's hot if right now you don't now. have a fro yeah. it's like someone told me oh well, you look more beautiful in your fro and i'm like okay so i look ugly now right what are you trying to say like who do you want today boo right you want tina turner who you want <laughs> yeah you it's want a shame. Some, you want Naomi Campbell with the bundles? Like, look at Naomi Campbell the other day. Like, beautiful. She for Burberry, I think. I think it was Burberry. She um, wore her fro, mm-hmm. and then she had a, um, at Hot Couture in Paris. She had her bundles back in for closing that Valentino dope ass show. Naomi like, is still wait, doing can it I, for can real. I cuss on this? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, it's like I. There's so much that black girls can do there's so much that women of color period because this stands for indian women as well you know what i mean this stands for everybody just all women of color um i feel like fashion needs to stop putting uh putting us in a box man Mm -hmm. because it's a lot of opportunities that we don't have access to that i have to go out there and create yeah like for photo shoots i'm literally most of my portfolio i retouched I direct creative directed the shoot, did my own hair, did my own makeup, sent wow. out the mood board and wow. everything just so that I could get my foot in the door. I, I, I can't wait on people. Yeah. You know what I mean? When you have when you're so passionate about making a difference not just for yourself but for a whole group of people and open the, an actual door and not some kind of like Ooh, let me let me see if I could slide through there by doing this and that. Like, no, open the door wide the fuck open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have us walk through because we are beautiful and we're worthy and we have a lot to bring to the table. So Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Being that uh, so you're seeing, you know, like the fashion industry obviously from a different side, you mm-hmm. know, than the rest of us. You know, why do you feel that they almost like treat black women that way in the industry? It stems from the system of the world you know what i mean it it definitely stems from just people's views on black people yeah like, period they said slavery is gone it's not racism is not dead yeah. don't tell me that you don't see color because you don't see me mm-hmm. you know what i mean i hate that i, I don't see yeah. color <laughs> like oh, what what is you that don't mean? see color <laughs> i'm like because I, I see color <laughs> i see color <laughs> I, like if we're being perfectly like, honest <laughs> i'm like i see color yeah <laughs> like, like you're like, wearing green bro right like <laughs> <laughs> I don't see color, guys. I don't see <laughs> right. color. I hate the. I hate when people are like, you know, I don't see color. I just see like people, f- like people as they are. If they're like a shit person or that, what? No, that's just an <laughs> excuse for you being fucking racist. Exactly, because my like, you can never walk in my shoes. You yeah, don't know absolutely. my struggle. Yeah, you don't have struggle. There's nothing wrong with right. seeing color, first of all. Right. Exactly. Like you know, acknowledging that you see color and you don't treat people. Be- like shit based on their skin color right. right 
Like, you right. can see color. We all and see there's color. there's privilege with clearly color. If you're lighter skinned, mm -hmm. you get more opportunities because you're closer to white. Mm -hmm. Which is why a lot of agen agents tell a lot of their brown, like lighter brown skin girls, like, eh, don't tan so much this summer. You know, like, oh don't no. do not do that. Or That's crazy. Yeah, it's insane. I'm yeah. like, I couldn't be one because I, I love to tan. I know, me too. I got to be glowy. Girl, you'd be red, red. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, if I could lay out in the sun all day, I would. <laughs> right. But yeah, um, it's hard, man. But, you know nothing good comes easy mm -hmm. right and it definitely stems from the system i feel like a lot of people base their perception on black people from what they are taught racism is taught so it you have to i tried to talk to my peers about it like you can ask let's see i'm in the showroom talking about the gucci incident i'm in yeah. the showroom talking about yeah. my struggles as a black model i'm in the mm -hmm. showroom like educating them about what it actually like how racist the the industry is mm, and yeah. it takes those conversations i'm that black Absolutely. friend that will make that white friend feel uncomfortable because i'm talking about you know what i mean Ab about my struggles and mm -hmm. teaching them about things that they didn't even think about absolutely yeah. because if you if you're not aware of it how can you help bring change so i agree and now the ball is in your court. You know exactly what my struggle is. So what are you gonna do right. to better this? Like, mm -hmm. what are you what are you gonna do to help this change? Stop this from happening? Yeah. And um, yeah, that's what I try to do. I try to have a lot of conversations, and I'm just gonna slide right into my activism. Yeah. And I I do yeah. a lot of like activist work. Yeah. I'm a part of about, like. Tell us about your uh, model activist group that oh you're in. Oh my gosh. So I'm a part of a group called Model Mafia. Yes. And Model Mafia is over 230 models. That's and amazing. I know. Such a great group. These are like my sisters. It's like a sisterhood. We need brothers too. So male models, like, what's up? Um, but it's like a sisterhood. And pretty much this group came about. The founders were Anya Campbell. I mean, yeah, Anya Campbell mm -hmm. and Cameron Russell. And um, we didn't have a community. We have no, like, in the modeling industry, there's no HR. There's no person that you can go to to, like, oh, this has happened to me. You know what I mean? There's nobody that you can go to. That's You're so true. You, you literally have to call your agent, and your agent's going to be like, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that, that happens. Yeah. Or, or next time, try to do this. Yeah. Right. Or next time. Right. Yeah. And in my instance, I call my mom on WhatsApp all the way in the Bahamas. Like, I'm the only one here yeah. from my family trying to make something of myself, trying so that I can bring, not bring it back, but so I can open up doors for them as well because I, I don't want to live back home. Yeah. I love you, behaviors, <laughs> but there's a lot of opportunity here, and I feel like I'm, I'm here, and I feel yeah. like this is where I need to open up the doors so that you guys can, you know, have access to those opportunities. But, um, yeah, I, um, the, the model community, pretty much we meet up, I honestly started with messaging the group like, hey, does anybody want to have a picnic? We're oh. at castings. You don't talk to each other. Yeah. You don't like nothing. You don't meet up afterwards like models or bitches. Because it's so competitive. Oh, my God. Bitches. Yeah. But it's like it shouldn't have to be that way. Right. And it you should know, not. So this community allows us to be ourselves, allows us to talk to each other and see like more than just we're more than just models. Like, what are you actually up to? Like, what's actually going on in your mm -hmm. life? What do you need help with? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like this group, it 
opens up our eyes to so many things and it, it for instance like there's a lot of models <laughs> you don't always get paid on time or get paid at all so you know you would message in a group hey does anybody know any lawyers or does anybody know about this client or that mm. and that and they would literally offer you advice like girl go That's here so go nice. here go here because otherwise I don't know what I would do yeah. like I feel like yeah, you'd be lost. I like, would be so I would lost. Be fucked. I would yeah. be so lost. Like, fuck, I just got to wait for my paycheck. Exactly. And most if, of the if models. If I'm even getting one. Yeah. Exactly. And most of the models are agency girls. And I'm the only freelancer there. So, well, I'm not the only one, but I'm one. It's very few freelancers, but most of them are agency girls. So it's good to kind of hear about their you know, experiences to so that they can guide you along with your experiences and introduce you probably to an agent or you know what I mean? Like just open your eyes to so many different opportunities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, a big part of our activism work was um, bringing the Me Too movement to fashion. And um, basically Cameron, who is co-founder, a lot of models after the Harvey Weinstein incident, models started like DMing her about their experiences with different photographers and mm -hmm. just different people within the industry. Mm -hmm. And she started posting it on her Instagram. Oh wow! And um, it got such a following, like s like bigger models, like you know more with more wholesale names. Like they just started reposting it. And we were like, okay, we really need to do something about this. And we li we literally had a meeting with lawyers and, you know what I mean, like um, journalists and figure out like what would be the best way for us to do this. And we just started, we offered like a support system for each other, like literally had, was in a room mm -hmm. and everybody just started talking about their experiences. And we were there, whoever was crying, we were there to hug them and tell mm -hmm. them like, keep going. And, you know, we had someone from a journalist standpoint to tell us how we can combat this. Yeah. Um, not in a messy way, but in a way that actually, like, would put real teeth on the industry. And I'm going to slide right into Model Alliance. And Model Alliance pretty much created these, well, they're working on creating laws to protect models. Like, they have the Child's Protection Act mm -hmm. that just passed in New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. upstate. And that was Model Alliance is founded by Sarah Ziff. And um, basically, she is just putting real teeth on the industry. Like, mm -hmm. you know, like just really setting the standard and just like putting laws and rules out there to protect models. And she's trying to create this program called the Respect. Well, she is creating this program called the Respect Program where brands and um, agencies and companies they would all have to sign this document to say like hey we follow these guidelines and we're gonna do this to help models yeah um, a great example was providing changing rooms for New York Fashion Week all of these years for New York Fashion Week we were literally having our titties out backstage <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean like photographers like you yeah. know like, no one's there it's cold as hell mm -hmm. you know so they Offer proper, they set a law where models have proper changing rooms. That's crazy. I had mm. no idea that yeah. there were no proper there was changing like this rooms. This documentary I saw, it was like a long time mm -hmm. ago, and I remember it, it, they were ex they were showing things like that. That like um, that like 
the models are like changing in the back and the photographer like they're legit naked yeah and the mo- yeah. like the photographers are there just like taking pictures i cannot That's remember wild. what documentary it was and i remember they also touched on what you just said um as far as um like photographers trying to like sleep with the clients and oh like the God. models oh, at that point i see that Listen. on even on instagram you know what's crazy instagram like plays such a big part in that yeah. because there's so many photographers and some of them are like fucking creeps and they're straight just tra- and they're just trying to shoot a naked girl straight th- and up. say they're a photographer straight up and then they are like you know they're just disgusting and it's uh, a not lot all of them obviously yeah. I mean, but there's uh, there's some there's, a few there's there's some few that i've i've heard of that are like you know huge. fucking creep yeah. photographers. but they are huge and bronze well even that even that guy that terry richardson exactly that yeah and exactly. it's crazy because i loved his photographs like he was very provocative and mm-hmm. just like that's why to, he was so productive. but just to hear <laughs> like you know he was like coming on to you know it was big celebrities too that he was just like can you imagine the models that are just starting out trying to build themselves trying to get those opportunities that as as to where they can you know have some kind of influence in the industry um so that oh my gosh man we can go on and on about it it's just a lot like you have to always be on your P's and Q's as yeah. a model. This is not an industry for the naive. Like, it will grow you up quick. Like, real quick. And, um, yeah, you have to find a great support system. You know what I mean? Like, you, you have to because every day I go to work or every day I go out, like, no matter what, every day I go out to work, I have to p- mentally, physically, spiritually emotionally prepare myself because I know I'm being judged not just on the way I look but on my skin color right on you know the way I talk on every single thing and it's a lot yeah it's a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like I could imagine I remember back but in like then it's good that was like that back was in the day when Angie was modeling when yeah. I, I thought I wanted to be and then I just it, just, it wasn't for me what made you like be like oh yeah no This probably sounds so stupid. (laughs) It probably isn't, though. (laughs) So I used to watch America's Next Top Model. Which is a reality show. Yeah. And I didn't, I remember, like, Tyra, like, when they would do, I think it was, like, it was, like, the second phase. And then they would start doing, like, their hair changes on them. And she made this comment. She was just, because one of the girls, she she had, like, really long hair, and she didn't want to cut her hair. And she was, like, well, in this industry, she was, like, your hair is not yours. And I was like, what you mean my hair ain't mine? Right. I think I remember that. And it was just like little things like that. And I'm like, like the way the way she kind of portrayed it was like, it's an amazing industry to be a part of. But there's also like a lot of downsides to it. And I didn't like the fact that like they could literally just tell you cut off all your hair, literally. shave off all your yeah. eyebrows and you got to do it. And that's literally like what I've like, that's kind of what I've been going through in terms of finding the right agency and placement. Like. I remember going to an agency and they were like, I'm off, I'm showing them my book with my straight hair and I'm showing them with my fro. And they would be like, actually, this look is more in. Clients want to see you more natural. They're not booking girls with weaves anymore. And I'm like, okay, Naomi Campbell's still working. Jordan Dunn's still working. <laughs> right. Cecily Lopez's still working. Need I go on? Right. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? Oh, yeah, but those are established models who never had to show their fro. 
Right. They all like it, it was the look that they wanted to be like. Yeah. How do you tell me? Jordan Dunn always looked like Jordan Dunn. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, why are you changing? I to the point where I don't recognize me. It's like they want you to change yourself, and it's like, no, you're getting my twenty percent. Right. You work for me, dude. So you know you what I mean? Figure it out. It's true. And it, it's it's supposed to be more of a teamwork kind of thing, but they they like to um, dictate what they want you to look like and it's like okay i can look like this and at the photo shoot they're gonna put a wig on me anyway yeah <laughs> you know i can look like that at a photo shoot they're probably gonna put another wig on me anyway or straighten my hair mm -hmm. and even girls with fros they're either just in their fro and it's dry or their hair straightened like even curly hair girls they yeah. wear their hair straight they talk about their hair damage all the time because mm -hmm. they have to keep straightening their straightening their hairs yeah <laughs> so much product <laughs> that yeah. they gotta put on but um i feel like what i tell for me the best advice i gave to myself is that i don't i want an agency that loves me for me mm -hmm. i want an agent that sees my beauty and sees like yo she can make it you know what i mean i don't have no there's nothing wrong with certain tweaks and stuff like that but a drastic change yeah. like what's the purpose of that you know what i mean like i'm literally changing everything for you yeah. to push me out to these clients who don't even care about my personality who don't even they just care about me booking and making their art come to life absolutely because that's pretty much what you're doing as a model you're literally making everyone in the room vision come to life it's yeah. up to you so yeah i mean yeah. you put on like the clothing like when we you know when we yeah yesterday i worked with you and we were like dressing you and styling you like mm -hmm. you you make the, the clothes look good yeah you, you know have to transform yeah you have to transform like the shirt into something else it's how you, know? you wear it. you can't just stand there yeah and you're not a hanger yeah. You're more. I hate when models say, "Oh, I'm a hanger. I'm I'm a professional hanger." And it's like, no, no, a hanger is <laughs> don't. You're not. Right. Come on, you have no personality. Hangers don't hanger? bring things to life. Exactly. Right. That's why we have a model. Exactly. You know, like. I'm not so it's a like human for all hanger. that, you could just get a mannequin. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so. Facts. <laughs> like <laughs> that was so much facts. Just, <laughs> just get a mannequin and just have them lined up. Yeah. In all of the looks. Right. Like <laughs> just throw a wig on them if you want a little more of a vision. Yeah. <laughs> like. But yeah, um, you just you have to. It's about the way you wear the clothing. It's about how you wear it. It's about you have to bring character to it, and you have to understand the vision of everyone around you, mm -hmm. and yeah, bring that to life. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, um, we're about to wrap up really soon. Um, but why don't you tell us about anything that maybe you have going on with uh, Model Mafia, anything coming up that we should be on the lookout for? Or, Ooh. you know, if you want to, you know, shout it out for maybe other people to, to know about. So Model Mafia, we're on Instagram as Model Activist um, at M-O-D-E-L-A-C-T-I-V-I-S-T, Model Activist. And um, pretty much we have a lot going on. We're actually collaborating with um, a couple of organizations um, about the garment industry situation that's going on right now in DACA, trying to shed light to that. And because everything is fashion is in, in fashion is so connected yeah so the garment workers they are the women and they're women too most of them that that are in these factories mm -hmm. um 
they have a lot of injustices against against them and kind of the kind of of the scene that we experience as models as well from a from their superiors so we're working on stuff with that we're also trying to um yeah, we're working on a lot. I can't really, th a lot of it is like in the beta phase because okay. we're pretty much like trying to just figure out the figure operation. It, yeah, figure it all out for this year. Like yeah. what our theme is for this year, who we're going to collaborate with. Um, but a really big collaboration that we did was with Porter Magazine. Oh, cool. And I got my first cover. Wow, congratulations. Yeah. Wait, we got to put that on Insta. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was, it was awesome. And um, basically, it was just about the community of models. They were just, like, so interested. And they had never seen a community of models band together for a cause. Yeah. And that was for the Me Too movement. And we're pretty huge on sustainability. We have something going on with Fashion Revolution coming up. Yes. Where we do, like, clothing swap and teach girls how to be a little bit more sustainable. Mm -hmm. And, um... We have this campaign going on with Pure Earth where they're shedding light on different cosmetics. Like, believe it or not, everything that we put on our face is toxic. Yeah, and absolutely. it has yeah, over absolutely. 515 toxins in it. Ooh, yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy. So um, we're doing a lot of stuff like that, just shedding light to different things that a lot of people might not be aware of and mm -hmm. things that the industry is hiding. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the other side of the industry that people really does not know, like don't yeah. know about. I know. That's the scary part. I oh know there's gosh. so much. I mean, there's so much on the in like fashion industry that so many people don't know. Yeah. And if it wasn't because, you know, I mean, I only know so much, mm -hmm. but yeah. there's so much that goes on. Because you do so much and you're so immersed into your role. It's like it's hard yeah. to keep up with what everything, like what else is going on. Aside from where what your job it's a big is, industry, yeah. but it's, it's a still huge small industry. You know, like yeah. it's still very, um, it's still a small world at the end of the day. Like everybody knows everyone, and it's so connected, and it, it, it's crazy. Yeah. But um, change is coming, people, and you will see more black models, more diversity. We're we're really huge on um, inclusion of like the LGBT community as well as transgender models yeah. as yeah. well and um, trying to figure out like what project we can do to help you know shed light to that community too yeah because they are people too they are models Absolutely. they are creatives they are you know what i mean like no it should inclusion exactly yeah. inclusion people like need the to most see themselves thing. yeah in any every any bit like yeah. patrick star for mac Mm -hmm. Like, look how many, yes. look how many, when you go on Instagram right now, you see, you see so many boys, like, you know, yeah, like making up their face <laughs> and just yeah. so comfortable so and feeling themselves, you know, they're finally free yeah. to feel who they yeah. are and, you know, inside yeah. and represented on the outside. Yeah. So thank you so much, Kaylee, for joining us today. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on Instagram, any social media handles that you have? So you can find me on Instagram at Kaylee Taylor, K-A-Y-E-L-I, Taylor, T-A-Y-L-O-R. Um, I also have a website, www.kayleetaylor.com, and on Facebook, The Kaylee Taylor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're so excited. I <laughs> can't wait to share this. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. This was fun. <laughs> I want to come back. Oh, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. We'll yeah. have a round two. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That'd Maybe awesome. with like a little group. Of course. Yeah. I know a lot a of girls thing. that really want to like talk yeah share your story for sure yeah that'd be so good even to plan an event and do something maybe Ooh, that'd be good yes let us know Summer from a model's coming. perspective yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right thank you guys for listening this was just another episode of girls we know in partnership with listening party
The creators of Family FM follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Bye. 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 <laughs>